Warning! Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems including but not limited to impaired judgment, organ failure, projectile expulsion of Taco Bell, limp dick, distorted recognition of potential sexual partners, and poop. Lots of poop. Please enjoy this podcast responsibly. If you're happy and you know it, Papa Cook. If you're anxious and you know it, take a sip. Hey, hey, Wobbly Winos, and welcome to Why We're Whining, the holiday bender taking you on a wine adventure. I'm Tommy Lucas. And I'm Lucy Zukaitis. And today we're whining about um, holiday drinking again. Uh, again? <laughs> Let's keep this party going. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Speaking of, Lucy, do you know what we're drinking today on day three of our adventure? Well, when you say we, are you using the royal plural? I am, yes, because I'm just trying to make you feel included. Is that okay? I know. I appreciate that. Um, What are we drinking, Tommy? We are drinking through our collective stomach. um, Stacks and Stones Sauvignon Blanc. It is a product of France. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're like ping-ponging back and forth between the reds and the whites. We started with a white and Mm -hmm. hit it red. Now we're back on white. um, Yeah, I like that. A little variete. Yeah. I think like... Obviously, Sauvignon Blanc is a grape that you and I are very familiar with. And I believe that yeah. some of our listeners probably are pretty in touch with uh, their Sav Blanc love. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a popular grape. I feel like it's pretty drinker friendly. Yes. So uh, I'm going to give everybody kind of a little bit of info here. Again, like we said before, there's not a ton on individual winemakers and sourcing and stuff like that. But I'm going to give you a little bit of what I got. So um, Stacks and Stones is the wine. It is a 100% Sauvignon Blanc from Francais, mm-hmm. which Francais is really the motherland of Sauvignon Blanc. We oui. The Bordeaux region, the Loire Valley, like this is... This is the mothership for this. So I have high hopes of where this is going to go. Our ABV on this one is 12%. So pretty standard, I think, in terms of our Sav Blanc love. Maybe on the lower side, but, you know, easy sipper is what I think we're going for here. Dry Sauvignon Blanc from France. You can't go wrong. Classic, honorable, amazing. The big emphasis with Sav Blanc is on fruit and minerality, which I feel like this Mm -hmm. is really going to hit all those notes. So I'm not going to belabor it here. I'm just going to yeah. pop this Can bottle. I see the bottle? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I showed it to you. Here you go. Do you see it? Um, Kind. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> what do you see? Uh, it almost looks like a sunrise or a sunset. A little geometric action. I think it, it kind of looks like a stack of stones, which like would be in the name. But, you know, I can... Oh, it's... Really? <laughs> Just, I don't see that at all. This looks like a bunch of rocks, but like again, the, the screen okay. on her the screen on our Zoom is probably yeah. not amazing, but that's okay. All right, um, so a bunch of rocks. Yeah. Get your rocks off. Color wise, I will say it kind of looks a little um, darker than <clears throat> Sauvignon Blanc. I usually think of being like very light, light, crisp, clean yellow color, like mm-hmm. hydrated piss, like one might say. Oh yes, we have used that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one's got a little more, like, straw. It looks kind of Pinot Grigio-y from here. 
Yeah, it's again like the lighting isn't great in here, but when I pulled it out uh-huh. earlier and I had better light, I I made note of the fact that this was not a typical Sauvignon Blanc color. But when I okay. pour it in the glass, we can see exactly what I'm dealing with here. Speaking mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. Mm, let's do this. Are you ready? Well, it pours just like wine, so <laughs> I guess that bodes well for that me. That is comforting, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Are you getting on the nose? It's very bright. I'm getting citrus, lemon zest. Mm. I'm getting like herbal notes. I can't tell exactly what it is. Maybe it's not even herb. Maybe it's more just like grass, like fresh cut grass, you okay. know? Okay. Yeah. Like fresh cut grass and citrus is really what I'm getting on this. So mm. like pretty standard Sauvignon Blanc going to be super refreshing, I hope. Okay, here he goes. Okay. It's nice. Okay. It's not You you have a funny look on your face. What? <laughs> it's got a bit of an aftertaste that I'm not digging. Oh. So Sauvignon Blanc can be super crisp and clean and refreshing and that's mm-hmm. how I associate it. I don't really like after-tasty Sauvignon Blancs, and um, this one kind of has a little bit of a funk on the back butt of it. A little funk butt. On first sip, the funk butt isn't doing it for me. Let me try, let me go in for another one. That'd be kind of a cute little pet name for someone. You little funk butt. I'm going to start using that. I'm sure Aaron will really appreciate that. <laughs> on second sip, it's mellowing and stuff like that. I did just open the bottle, so okay. I'm getting a little bit of like tropical fruit, maybe. Definitely citrus. It is super acidic that's got a clean note to it um that acid mm-hmm. is kind of wiping everything through and it's it's okay but it's it's not my favorite Sauvignon Blanc that I've ever had I okay. kind of had higher hopes for a French Sauvignon Blanc to be honest yeah yeah this would be delicious with any sort of like super rich thing because I said the acidity on there like it's going to cut through some of those rich foods like a a nice creamy brie would be mm. you know or some like fish white meat blah 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 you know what to drink with Sauvignon Blanc with white wine you know um yeah but also holiday speaking like this could be good with like a very herb filled stuffing oh okay you know, some of the notes might marry in there a little bit but anything super fatty this would cut through it really nicely okay I don't think anybody's going to be mad about drinking this but I wouldn't buy another bottle Good. That's a good assessment. I'm still going to drink this, and I'm going to drink it exactly when you're going to tell me all about my Christmas factoid that I'm going to learn today. Oh, boy. Okay, so stacks and stones got me thinking about rocks, you know. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I can't imagine why. And um, that made me think of coal. Oh, and the whole idea of coal for the naughty kiddos. Oh. And then I was like, what's the deal here? How'd we get into this? Yeah, good. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Cool. So this is one of those things that it's a little unclear when it actually started or where. A lot of people say that it was in Holland in the 16th century. Mm. So before Christmas, the kids would put their clogs by the fireplace before stockings were hung. So they just put their little shoes there. Like St. Nicholas Day when they would put their shoes out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, I think happened in a few cultures. So if the kiddo was not well-behaved, they got a little lump of coal. But if they were good, they got like a little toy or cookies or candy or something. Mm. But what I want to talk about more is this tradition in America. Because I'm American. America! 19th century America. Before coal was regularly used in the household, the naughty kiddos would get stones, 
or small branches, ashes, cold potatoes, something like that as their punishment item. So things that they could throw at their parents in their fit of rage that they didn't actually get a toy. Wow. See, that's (laughs) right where your brain went. (laughs) Just saying. Okay, so then 1820s is when coal starts to be used more and more for heating. Mm -hmm. So it's getting more popular as the century progresses. So literature from the late 19th century suggests that coal was actually kind of a popular thing to give adults or that it was maybe like the equivalent of like socks today. Oh, You know, useful and reasonable to give to an adult. And like you could give it to a kid, but it's kind of a letdown. And they're like, I was going to equate it to a Roomba, but like, I guess socks makes more sense. (laughs) I don't know why I thought of a Did Roomba. Did you get a Roomba in your stocking as a child? No, but I want a Roomba now as an adult. Oh, I do too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if any listeners out there want to send us a Roomba, <laughs> we will gladly take it. And I was like, maybe that would be something that you would have gotten as a kid. I got a Magna Duster one year because that was all I wanted. And my grandma gave it to me and I thought it was the coolest present ever. And I dusted everything. You're the dream child. I really was. <laughs> Anyway, back to um, the subject at hand. Mm -hmm. So we get to like turn of the century and now coal is in much more plentiful supply. Most people are using it for domestic heating. So this is when it starts to become associated more with the problem children and gifted to them because it's not something people are like really coveting anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. However, this still at this point is really only applying to like more affluent families because for the lower classes, coal is still a big deal. So you're not going to waste it on a kid. No, you're still burning sticks. You're not. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So then 1920s, this is when it kind of starts to shift. And so even in these, the lower classes, they can afford to give their wayward children coal for Christmas because now it's not such a hot commodity. Wow. So, yeah, big part of pop culture by the end of the 1920s. We see bad kids receiving coal, like, in humor magazines, children's books, newspaper articles. It's a hot thing now. And then I don't really know when, I guess as coal started disappearing from domestic life, People stopped literally giving out coal to the children, but it's still, like, symbolically with us. And, you know, you might, like, get it with a hashtag now, like, hashtag lump of coal. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was just going to ask, is this a thing that, like, parents nowadays are still threatening their children with? I imagine so, but I I just wonder if what kind of weight it really bears. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I remember, like, thinking about that. Like, I was cognizant of this as a kid, but it's not like we were shoveling coal into the fire. And to be fair, at that point, they would still have to go out and purchase it. So at least they got us something, you know? Well, that's true. And it is the thought that counts, they say. And a lot of thought would go into purchasing that coal for your child. Did anyone in your family ever receive a lump of coal for Christmas? No. No, that never happened. Did you? We never received lumps of coal. One year we did get candy coal, which like was kind oh. of a, a oh, winky whatever else. Like, yeah. hey, we know you're little shits, but like you're going to get normal <laughs> presents too. You're a dick kid. Yeah, but. <laughs> exactly. But my aunt got coal one year for Christmas as a kid. And wow. it was a cautionary tale in our household because we were always like, oh, everybody says they're going to have it. But they, like, you could be horrible and no one's ever going to do it. And no, my aunt actually got coal 
for Christmas one year. And it was... Wow. I don't remember now if she got other presents after the fact, but if she did, they weren't until her birthday, which was celebrated after Christmas. Mm. Um, But yeah, it was definitely something that held a hefty weight. No kidding. To be fair, there were years that we probably both should have received it. Um, You're talking to the kid who was voluntarily using a Magna Duster all over the house. Well, I'm the one that's drinking for both of us, so I can make assumptions (laughs) in that regard, okay? (laughs) What can I say? I was practically perfect. (laughs) Back over, Mary Poppins. Lucy Zucchitis isn't down. (laughs) Oh, except there's that whole kid thing that you don't really like, but that's okay. As she shudders and gags on her water. And see, like, of course, if I had kids, I would be that person who would, like, find coal for them. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent choice of uh, a tie-in for our wine today. Thank I you. would not have gone there. Yeah. Well, especially something as adults, that that's really not the thing that I remember most about Christmas at all. But it do it is worth, you know, keeping in mind that I'm sure that is a huge part of being a kid and maybe hopefully being a kid today. So if anyone's listening, if you have kids and you're giving them coal, let us know. Yeah. My only other question is now that we're trying to be a more green friendly planet, are we transitioning Mm. to what we're giving children instead of coal? Or are we just like, is that even more egregious now? There's a lot (laughs) packed into that. I was going to say, I went down a really deep rabbit hole there that we do not need to go down. Yeah, I'm not sure that I even want to go there. That's okay. We don't have to because my glass is almost done. Drink your drink. I need to refill it. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for listening with us today and learning about our Stacks and Stones Sav Blanc and uh, that little bit of... And coal for Christmas. And coal for Christmas. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow with another tasty wine and another tasty fact. I'm Tommy Lucas. And I'm Lucy Zukaitis. And uh, happy drinking. This has been a Tom C. Lukaitis production in association with Double Daddy Studios. Thank you for enjoying this podcast responsibly. Maybe we can take the notes that we got in class today and not be actors on <laughs> mic and be actor and just be normal people <clears throat> on mic. We can try. Yeah, we can sure try. Let's let's okay. let's do. I want that for us. Let's try okay. and take that note and apply it to our our. That thing feels today. like a noble goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you just be the guy? I, I need you to be the guy. I'm the guy. I'm gonna the, be the guy. You're the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy. Okay, great, awesome. <laughs> yes, this is the guy. <laughs>